Podnuts wants to thank everyone who supports the network by going to www.podnuts.com slash Amazon. Hey everybody, welcome to Geeksters episode 187. I am your host, Martin Obando. This is a show where we talk about all things technology from laptops, hard drives, desktops, Android watches, iPhones, Androids, and sometimes even we'll sneak in a Mac in there. But hey guys, how's it going? Today is the big day. I'm 41. I woke up this morning feeling old. I don't know why. It's just 41. But what excites me about all of this is that I finally get my Android watch tomorrow. So being that it's Friday, we're not going to do anything. Tomorrow's the birthday party. So I will not be able to let you know until next week how I'm liking my new Android watch. I did go ahead and get the Samsung. I'm excited to to put it on, play with it. Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm just super excited about it. So very, very cool. But before we get going, um, I just want to just uh, acknowledge uh, a sponsor for the Podnuts community, um, Instant House Call. If you head over to podnuts.com, right there on the right-hand side, there's a button that says Instant House Call. Try it for free. Click on that, and you're going to get taken to their website where you can try Instant House Call for free. Um, Instant House Call, it remotely supports software for IT pros. Uh, you're going to so- securely control Mac and PC through firewalls and hundreds of automatic repairs built in on-demand, unattended, remote support. So thank you, Instant House Call, for being a support of the Podnuts Network. We really, really appreciate that. Oh my goodness, what a week. I know I said that last time, but good grief. This week has been great for me. It's been good. Um, just super excited about what's coming up uh, on the on the horizon, some new customers. Uh, so I'm just, uh, I'm totally excited about that. But a couple things that came out this week that really excite me. One, the DC Unconvention 2017 if you remember last year, I flew over to Toronto. The, the unconvention was in Toronto, Canada. First time it had, I had ever been there. And it was just great to meet up and talk to some old friends, meet some new friends. Uh, and this year it's back. It's going to be in D.C. So we don't have to cross the border. Not that I didn't mind sitting in a vehicle with five other guys as we sat on the, on the, on the waiting to cross the border at 100 degrees outside. That was lovely. But this year works in DC. So uh, no passports. Hopefully it won't be so hot and we won't be crammed together in such a small car. Not that I don't miss that bonding time. Uh, Paco, John, <laughs> Jeff, Marvin, great times. But uh, yeah, so DC Unconvention, uh, Washington, DC, September 16th and 17th. I'm going to be there. I need to register still, buy my tickets, but I've been looking at some flights. Um, I have some other people that I know are going, but I don't want to say their names just because I don't you know, I'd hate to hate to say they're going to be there and then they they don't show up for whatever reason. Uh, because you know, it's it's between now and September. Life gets in, you know, life happens and and who knows. But uh, I'm definitely going to try to be there and purchase my tickets September 16th and 17th in Washington D.C. If you want any more information, it'll be in the show notes. But it's also at unconvention.io. That's www.unconvention.io. Big news this week: Vault Seven. Um, yeah, so apparently uh, WikiLeaks uh, reported that a uh, Vault 7, which is the major security information that comes to find out that the CIA has been spying on us. So yeah, a little bummer on that one. Uh, this is from Krebs on Security, Brian Krebs. He says, recently, the CIA lost control of the majority of its hacking arsenal, including malware, viruses, trojans, weaponized, quote-unquote, zero-day exploits, malware, remote control systems, and associated documentation. 
And WikiLeaks wrote the extraordinary collection, which amounts to more than seven, several hundred million lines of code. Several hundred million lines of code gives the possessor the entire hacking capacity of the CIA. Uh, so if you want to find out more information, I will uh, I'll have some notes in that. But wow, what a big... Uh, what a just a, a, a big revelation <laughs> in all that uh, there's a one of the things they talk about in this is the Samsung smart TVs uh, but it sounds like you have to have local access and you have to have a USB stick so unless you have some guy I'm gonna just stereotype a CIA agent uh, trench coat and glasses and talking into his wrist uh, then and he's sitting next to your TV then you're probably gonna be okay there but don't quote me on that. Um, as you can see, my Voxer is going off. It sounds like I'm getting some birthday wishes from... Who's that last one? That looks like that's from Tracy Holtz. Uh, also a podcaster on the Podnets Network. If you like audiobooks, check out that. That's a great podcast with Tracy and Jonathan Nadeau. Um, names that, that should ring a bell to any old-time Podnets listeners. But back to Vault 7. So that was released on uh, March 8th. So Tuesday. Oh, sorry. Uh, that would have been March 7th. So Brian Krebs wrote something on Tuesday regarding that. He then turned around and wrote something yesterday that says that WikiLeaks is saying that they will be working with software manufacturers to correct some of the zero day. Now that the CIA, now that this Vault 7 has come out and we kind of know what's going on, uh, Julian Assange and WikiLeaks is going to work with manufacturers to fix where the flaws are that CIA is using to spy on people. So that's exciting to uh, see where that's going to go. There, one of the tweets that they posted out says, tech companies are saying that they need more details of CIA attacks technique to fix them faster. Should WikiLeaks work directly with them? And it's a survey. 57% said yes. 36% said no. 7% said other. But uh, so we're looking, we're looking at, at that. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to mention at the top of the show and completely spaced last week, um, we had talked about uh, Server Essentials 2012 and Standard and and that stuff. And I'm still I'm this week. This is the weekend that I'm going to be working on on getting all of that squared away. And one of my clients, one of the things that I didn't mention that I wanted to mention was that I will, well, I I will probably most of the time. And I know that's very vague, but uh, I don't see a reason right now to be getting small uh, server essentials um, if you're I'm trying to figure out how to say this correctly <laughs> and the reason is is because I can't say that I would never do that because I've never been in a position where we went to because every time I've run into a, a client that has server essentials they want to do something else with the server so I, I had a client a long time ago still a client they had server essentials they wanted to run QuickBooks Pro QuickBooks Pro wouldn't run on a server essentials so we had to get a second server running server standard, then QuickBooks could run as a multi-user mode. So unless there's a very, very, very small need that you specifically need a server, that's a domain controller, that you can get, you know, Cal's 25 users, you know, so you need a small business and you're not going to do anything else with it, then get small, get server essentials. But my thought is this, if you get server essentials, you've kind of locked yourself into that. So just get the standard version, deploy it, and yes, it's going to be a little more expensive, but you open up the possibility to do a whole lot more with the server. So that's why my thought is that I will probably always be getting server standard just because it's the flexibility in it down the road is you're, you're, it'll, it could pay off long in long term. It's going to be more expensive short term, of course, but I think in the long term, it's going to pay off better 
just because you can say, well, we can run this app on the server side, uh, but you may not be able to do that with Essential. So I have always, even recently, just been purchasing standard for my clients and getting them up and running on that just for the fact that later on in the future, we have more flexibility to do things that server essentials can't handle. So I just want to throw that out there because I didn't really specify that. I don't feel um, on the last show about my thoughts uh, or at least at my usage of server essentials versus standard. Now, small business server, I believe that they've shut that down and that's um, that's good for me. I, I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of small business server. I actually have one small business server client and they are constantly getting uh, attacked. And what's happening is the there somebody's using the credentials to try to get into the server and so it keeps getting blocked and blocked and blocked which is great but the problem is is that it's still open because people will use the small business server to try to access their data so what we're going to be doing in the future is we're actually going to I'm going to be putting in a new server uh standard uh, and then turn around and putting in a watch guard and then with the watch guard we'll set up the VPN with that and then that way the three or four people who actually need to access the data on site they will use the windows vpn client vpn in and then they can access the data as opposed to going through the small business server web interface just kind of close everything up make it a little more secure but i I just wanted to to mention to mention that Um, so seven things that had happened uh, since the vault seven um and this is from the hacker news and it says seven things that happened after wikileaks dumped the cia hacking files um it goes it says cia responded it's our job to be innovated but we don't spy on fellow americans um, they say julian assange says wikileaks will, will may have all the evidence cia illegally spied um questions arise over cia handling of zero vul- vulnerabilities but all of these will be in the show notes but it's such a big thing and i know that next week tuesday the 14th, um, which it will also be Patch Tuesday, uh, March Tuesday, March 14th. I know that Steve Gibson and uh, GRC will be talking about Vault 7 more, and he definitely has a lot of information on the security news. Speaking of podcasts that want to listen to, I've been listening to a new podcast, and it's called Smashing Security. Uh, if you haven't listened to this one, it's with Graham Cooley um, and another person who is French, so I don't can't pronounce it, but their last podcast from March 9th actually goes through the inf- little bit of the information about it. It's not a very long podcast, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes, so it doesn't take, it's a, it's a good, you know, maybe you're driving to work or you drive home from work or something you can listen to on your lunch break. But check them out. I've really enjoyed their their talk. Um, it's just like I said, it's one of those podcasts where they go through some stuff, they talk about some security stuff, but it's not a long two hour podcast, which, um, you know, sometimes that's hard to listen to. Sometimes a two hour podcast is just too long. So, but check this one out, Smashing Security, and I will put it there. You know, I should uh, definitely uh, uh, show notes for that. More about Vault 7. I, earlier in the summer, a couple, couple of months ago, I guess that wouldn't be summer, uh, went, during the winter, what was happening, my wife was working from home. And she said she'd like to, she wanted to listen to some music, but she didn't want to always just use her phone. So I bought an Amazon Echo Dot and we've enjoyed it. It works really good. We, we really like it. And actually it kind of makes me chuckle every time I talk to it because I kind of feel like I'm on the Starship Enterprise or I'm in, uh, you know, any of the futuristic movies where you just talk to computers and, um, and every now and then she, the, the Alexa Pert lady says something, uh, a little weird and funny, but, one of the things that does happen is that if you ask the Amazon Echo whether or not they work for the government or whether or not they uh, work for the CIA, it actually shuts down. 
<laughs> which I think is kind of funny. So if you say, um, and I'm not going to say the word, but A is the, you know, are you connected to the CIA? It will always, it'll just shut, it shuts down. So I think that's kind of funny. I haven't tried it on mine yet, but there's plenty of videos and, and one of the links in my in the show notes will be the YouTube video that goes through talking about that. Um, this, I, I'm a social guy. I, when I travel, I love getting to the airport a little early, quite a bit early actually, because I'm also way too type A and the TSA line stress me, stresses me out. So I drive fast to the airport. I'm kind of frantic. I get through the TSA line and I'm cool and I'm calm. Even if it take, means that I have another two hours of sitting around, but it just, I'm always stressed out about the TSA line. So uh, I do have an, uh, a known traveler, which means I get through the fast pass, but the problem is I still worry. But anyways, that's besides the point. I like to watch people and the airport is a great place to do that. And I kind of watch what they do. I watch body language. I kind of see how people interact with other people. Um, and it just, it fascinates me, all of that. I came across a YouTube video. It's a social conformity. It's from Brain Games, and and what they do is there's a lady in a in a in a waiting room, and a tone beeps, and everybody stands up, but she doesn't. And after the third tone, when everybody stands up, she starts to stand up, and then they slowly remove people from her, and she keeps standing with other people, and then eventually she's by herself, and she keeps standing whenever the tone beeps, and then they bring in new people. And then they start sanding. So it's this herd conformity. And I think it's a really interesting. And I haven't watched the whole, the whole video, but it's about, uh, it's about three minutes and 40 seconds long, but it talks about, you know, just herd conformity and how we will just do things because everybody else is doing them. And that really speaks a lot now of whether, of, of our, you know, kind of our day and age, uh, our, our, our political and social structure, uh, and, and, kind of have feelings about how the things are running right now where we do <clears throat> excuse me we do a lot of things just because everybody else is doing it and uh I, I encourage everybody to just take the take some time think about what you really believe in think about all of that and 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 don't necessarily be a sheep um it's hard it's really hard to do but uh you know be your own person, stand out. And sometimes that means going against the flow. And it sometimes means, you know, maybe making people mad because they thought you did one thing, but you really believe in another, but that's okay to do. You know, uh, at the end of the, at the end of your life, when it's all said and done, you know, will you regret not doing something you believed in? Will you regret not voting for the person you actually felt like, you know, you should vote for as opposed to the person who actually, who, you know, who, who could potentially win? Um, so that's my little soapbox. I'll 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 step off of it now. But uh, I just love watching social games and watching people, and it's just uh, a lot of, a lot of fun and 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 enjoy that. So this week, what has happened this week? Well, I met with our good friend um, of the show, John. Uh, it's Joe Mesman, and uh, and who this is the gentleman who's actually moving to Arizona. And I met with him regarding one of his sites that's going to be handed over to me. And I'm super excited about about taking on that site and getting to to work with this company, um, you know, more. I met with Joe the other day, and it was actually yesterday. And and I told him, I said, you know, I'm kind of bummed that you're leaving, uh, but I'm excited to take over the site for you and decided that you're going to go and enjoy the time uh, there. It was raining and cold and miserable and gray. And he said where he's moving, it was 85 degrees. So... Uh, today it's sunny outside. There's blue skies. I can't see a cloud in the sky uh, right now. So I'm hoping to get outside for at least a little bit this afternoon and just enjoy. Maybe it means me just driving to my coffee shop and, and grabbing a cup of coffee and just standing outside and soaking up some vitamin D. Uh, super excited about that because it's been gray, 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 gray here in, in the Pacific Northwest. And I've spoken to uh, 
uh, you know, our, our friends on through Voxer and he said, you know, it's an issue that we have here where it's just, it's, it's wet all the time and it's gray all the time. I know if I try to go get my car washed today, the line is going to be huge, but I may try to go do that anyways, just because just for the sake of the car being washed, cause it's just, it's really, really dirty. What else happened this week? Um, cleaning up some computers. We, uh, had some issues with some hard drives, uh, and I'm scanning some hard drives. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a computer here that uh, has was Windows 8. The owner put a Windows upgraded to Windows 10, and then uh, had an error, uh, a text file, SRT text. I can't remember the exact error, but but he had worked with it for quite a bit, um, about a day and a half before he actually called me. So I, I brought it home, scanned it with the SpinWrite just to make sure uh, things look good there. Went ahead and first thing I did then was image the hard drive. Wanted to just check and see, make sure that nothing was was there. Uh, well, what I wanted to do was make sure that I had a backup of this data. So, image the hard drive, rebooted it um, after the image, and then went to go pull data out of it. Data's gone. Somehow, one of the commands that he ran wiped data. It looks weird. Like it's just, it's kind of messed up. So, uh, I'm in the process of, uh, and we didn't. He didn't have a recovery media. So, I'm in the. I I did order recovery media this morning for for that through HP and then I just took the image and I put it on another drive and I'm going to look and see if make sure that that the image you know make and double check that make sure all the data is gone so that's kind of what I'm, I'm going to be doing after after the show uh, today um to just purchase some new watch guards I'm excited about changing changing those out and actually using the VPN service for that um, uh, deployed some new laptops and updated some you know more watch guard stuff uh, over the week uh, just really you know really kind of diving in and spending a lot of time which the with the watch guard um, both you know and uh, so excited about that writing up some quotes for all of that uh, man it's been just uh, you know it's it's uh, it's been a good. It's been a good week. Went out and talked to some clients and and made sure things were working. Kind of got a to do list for them. You know, just following up of what uh, what wasn't done uh, for you know for them um, through through another another person and and making sure that I'm going to support them to the best of their abilities. And and uh, I brought one of my clients Voodoo Donuts. And if you uh, you need to look that up, but uh, Voodoo Donuts is a is a Portland tradition kind of a, a, st- a staple in the in the Portland community about uh, uh, vo- uh, donuts and they're they're kind of they have all vegan ones or they have got uh, their 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 trademark is a is a bar that they kind of split up into it looks like a, a voodoo guy and then they have a it's cre- it's a raspberry filled and they put a pretzel through the heart so kind of kind of oozes out a little bit but I uh, talked to a couple clients and I want to make sure things are going well looking at bringing on some more clients um, so I'm just growing 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 and getting busier and busier and excited for that I'm excited for for uh, just the growth, uh, both and just organically, just slowly growing. Um, I did put ransomware, the ransom free on a on a couple computers last week to test out. No issues, so we're, I'm going to be moving forward with putting that on some more computers. I did hear from a couple people that they've had issues with it. We haven't yet, so um, excited to to do that um, this weekend. Working on renaming and cleaning up some computers and coming up with a plan on you know uh, for one of my clients about they want to know the next five computers that need to be replaced. We're going to be doing some printer scripts, getting all of that taken care of. Um, ordering, I ordered another watch guard. We're going to be deploying that this this coming up week. So that's going to be all on Thursday. Looking forward to that. It's going to be that's going to be a pretty busy day. Um, but excited to put out another watch guard, uh, upgrade some wireless, get some printer scripts going. 
but uh, yeah so i it's been just a good good week it's been steady it's been great enjoying what i am doing and enjoying the pacific northwest and just enjoying getting together and talking with all everybody from podnuts and from every all the other techs that are out there um, and, and spending some time with you guys and thank you i've received some emails back from some listeners and i just want to thank you for for listening to the show staying with me through all the changes um Let's see, John Dubinsky emailed me regarding a show 185, and he says, thanks, uh, oh, well, he asked me about my birthday, so that's all it was, I apologize. So, yeah, so that's the week of what's going on, guys. So, uh, check out those links in the show notes about uh, Vault 7 and Wikilinks and all of all of that going on. Another short show, just because there hasn't been anything super crazy busy going on. I'm hoping to have some more information next week regarding because we're going to be pushing out. Um, I've got, we're going to be pushing out a couple, couple new routers, some definitely some new printers, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what's going on with all of that. So guys and gals, thanks for hanging with me. Don't forget to check out Podnuts, and if you're buying anything, Podnuts.com/slash/Amazon. Listen to all the other great shows on the Podnuts network. Your support is greatly needed, and um, you know it's the beginning of the year. You're always welcome to make a, a donation at the Podnuts uh, network because we, without you guys, that's how we keep going. We just keep going through those donations. So, all right, everybody, I'm gonna get outside and get some vitamin D. Have a great weekend, and don't forget to be girdled. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Matt, the host of the MRP Tech Podcast. I'd like to invite you to listen to all the great shows on the Podnuts Tech Podcast Network. My show is themed everyday tech for everyday people. You can take a listen over at podnuts.com or by subscribing to the RSS feed and downloading them directly. We hope you're enjoying all the great content here on the network, and as always, thanks so much for listening.